I will say, I kind of actually like the theme song. Yeah. Too much energy. Too much energy on. Like this podcast. Cheetor, what in the ever loving fuck have you done? If I wanted to fly, I would have become a bat, not a rat. It seems my head is purple fire now. Intelligent conversation. Good the louder you yell, the more damage your bullets do. Ah! Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. It's gonna blow. I've decided that I want to live. Episode 130 of Too Much Energon, um, your favorite podcast where uh, two dudes uh, talk about Beast Wars shit and especially talk shit about Beast Wars. I am one of your hosts, the Neo Cal. And I am your other host, uh, 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 C. Joe Convoy. Mr. Christopheles. <laughs> Christopheles. <laughs> That was actually my username on PSN many, many years ago, was the great Christophetes. That, that's good. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, I'm Christopher Siege, one of your uh your one of your hosts and your other host. With the with the host of the other the other thing. You know what? We're covering uh Beast Wars uh two. Speaking um, of covering and oh, uh oh it and it's Beast Wars second, not Beast Wars two. Oh. It's Beast Wars second. Sorry, yeah. the, uh, the Japanese anime. Speaking of covering and recovering, um, uh, I have a uh, galactic level, uh, a, a, a maximal level, or a uh, planet buster level, if you will. Um, uh, Vok you uh, hangover at the moment. So I'm definitely I'm definitely not on my A game right now, and if you're watching the video version of this show, then uh, you'll see that I'm actually wearing shades because my eyes are uh, my face is quite puffy and my eyes are, uh, well, it's bad news bears, as Cal would say. <laughs> I do say that a lot, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, where we're going, we don't need eyes to review. We won't There's need eyes. You haven't to, watched to to see where we're going. A fucking event <laughs> horizon. Yeah, you like that? I knew exactly what you were referencing yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eyes. I haven't watched. Where we're going. We don't need eyes. Do, pew pew do, pew. Do 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 one of the great movie scores. Um, right. By, if anyone's by, uh, wondering what thing we just hummed, at least mine was terrible, but uh, Christopher hummed uh, Back to the Future. The Back to the Future theme by uh, yeah. Alan Silvestri, one of the greatest uh, film composers of all time. Hell yes. And he did the Manimal theme, which is so... That's... <laughs> Before he like hit it big in Hollywood, he did the fucking Manimal theme. Hey, that's the beginning of him hitting it big in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what? Every once in a while I'll go through and I'll be like, oh, you know, 20 views, 12 views, 17 views. And then I look at our fucking Manimal episode of the Laser Comb podcast. And it's, and like, it's like thousands of views and dozens of likes. And I'm like, why? <laughs> but so much other things that's hit closer to the pop culture zeitgeist than Manimal. And I just, I don't know, the algorithm. Our Silicon Valley uh, uh, episode of uh, the Lazico podcast actually got a lot of likes and views as well. Hmm. Which it's, again, it's like, why this? Yeah. Why is this but the why? one? Well, we'll never know. Mystic Knights of Tiernanog uh, are our episode that uh, the laser comb podcast that we covered that is also getting a lot of views as well. I saw uh, that maybe th th the thumbnail game is strong. 
Maybe. I don't. Yeah, maybe your thumbnail games. Big funny faces. Big funny faces is how people react. Oh, and red circles with an arrow pointing to them. If I've learned anything from uh, from thumbnails. Right. Cleavage. Big stupid faces. Like the one on the thumbnail for Manimal. Where he's like... <laughs> Cleavage, big stupid faces, circles. Yeah. <laughs> Red circles with like you won't believe text. Well, I do. You- I I do still really want to do like a themed like block of episodes of that show that's just dedicated to the shows of uh, Simon McCorkendale, the guy who played Manimal. <laughs> Honorary I- Simon McCorkendale month. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else movie. recommended um, Bonsai, uh, Buckaroo Bonsai. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what the? F- Where have I heard that before? The Adventures of uh, Buckaroo Bonsai. And then they sent the me. Dimension. And then they sent it. And then they started talking about it. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's the movie that Christopher <laughs> watched. And he's like, oh, you've heard of it? And I'm like, yeah, I, I saw the outro. The most fire fucking like credits outro I've ever seen in my life. That uh, and he's a like, whole oh, it's a great of... movie. You should watch it. And I'm like, really? <laughs> uh, no, it's not a great movie. <laughs> Anyone who tells you that is lying. Uh, I knew it. It's an experience, is what I'll say. It's an experience. It's you, fun. You, you watch it for the experience. But it's not a great movie. In fact, I was actually bored. A lot of the time while I was watching it, but like when that movie hits, it hits really good. But unfortunately, nice. it doesn't hit really good a lot. A lot, yeah. as as expected. Yeah, kind of like that with like, and not not to throw shade. There's lots of movies I like from the era, but like movies from the '70s and prior, I kind of hit like that. Again, like The Warriors, fucking phenomenal movie. That was. What, what, 71? When did that come out? Like, 70? Like, years? I know Alien was, what, 79? No, yeah. The Warriors was 79. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, and those are, like, like fucking have gone down the, the annals uh, of history. A lot of film historians will regard the 70s as being, like, one of the best decades for cinema, and I'm like, eh. That, that's what I mean. Like, I can think of a lot of, like, good like people can point it out but i mean a lot of it's pretty fucking boring and again might get shit for this but like a lot of old uh james bond movies kind of fucking boring man (laughs) run along now bond talk run along now bond talk (laughs) jesus christ Uh, a lot of really good films in the 50s though I will say, fifties the the nineteen fifties was a very good uh, decade for film. I can't even think of any fifties movies. Uh, Seven Samurai. Oh, yeah, good point. I was uh, just talking about that with the same guy. Have you met Byron, my friend Byron? Uh, no, I don't. Huge think so. film critic. Not critic, sorry. Huge film uh, nut. Aficionado. Aficionado, if you will. Okay, okay. Twelve Angry Men. Well, that was fifties. Yep. Pretty. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Smokey and the Bandit. Eh. Slapshot. Eh. Okay. Rocky Horror Picture House was seventies. Alien. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, yeah. Twelve Angry Men. Uh, nineteen fifty-seven. Carrie was again. Carrie's fucking slow. Like I like Carrie, but. It is this slow. Rocky? Rocky was 76. Okay. Uh, Rosemary's Baby. It's from the 70s, I believe. Superman, the movie. Star Wars was what, 78, 77? 77. So there's, uh, and Jaws, like there's, there's stuff, you know, there's stuff in it. Every decade's going to have like good stuff. Right. The 90s, uh, particularly 1999, like 1999 is one of the greatest uh, years in cinema history. Like, look right. at films. Like, a, look at a list of films that were released in 1999, and holy shit! 
I, yeah. All right, we're doing it. 1999 in film. Off the top of my head, I'm thinking The Matrix. I'm thinking uh, Being John Malkovich. I'm thinking The Sixth Sense. Uh, the Matrix. Wild Wild West. Fight Club. <laughs> Wild Fight Wild Club. West. <laughs> Just had people to forget that, that there, movie. People forget that movie exists. People don't think it be like it is, but it do. But it do. I've actually got people at work saying that now. Fucking nice. We're bringing <laughs> it back, folks. American Beauty, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the Mummy? Was The Mummy 1999? It was. Just bring it up. Films yeah, I'm on the list now. Okay, in so. 99. In Dreams, which is actually a pretty good movie, but I don't know if I'd like Star it. Star Wars, The Phantom Menace. Ten Things I Hate About You. She's all that. She's all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Payback, uh, pretty good. Uh, uh, oh, Mel yeah. Gibson movie. Mel Gibson where, movie. Yeah. Where he does like his lethal weapon thing, except he's the bad guy, basically. Instead yeah. of the cop. It's a good way. Uh, Blast good from the past. Stigmata. With, with uh, Brendan Fraser and Alicia Silverstone. That was 99? Yeah. That was where he's in like a capsule underground and he like yep. comes out right yeah they they were like stuck in they were stuck in like suspended animation or something like that in the 1950s and then wake up in the 1990s can't quite remember yeah mystery man uh office space eight millimeter which is a pretty underrated film in my opinion Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me. Existence. <laughs> Blair Witch yeah. Project. Yeah, uh, Existence. Um, David Cronenberg film. Hell yeah. Uh, analyze this. Cruel Intentions. Galaxy Quest. Lock, talk, lock Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Uh, Ravenous. Bicentennial Man. Yeah, holy shit. 1999, man. 10 Things I Hate About You, The Matrix, uh... The Green Mile, Entrapment. <laughs> Come along now, spy talk. Uh, yeah, uh, Existence, again, Lost Girl. and Found, which yeah. is a movie that no one remembers, but I actually really liked when I was a teenager. Uh, that was... That sounds familiar, that... Uh, it starred David Spade and Sophie Marceau. It was a rom-com. Right, right. No, I had watched that. Um, uh, I, idle Hands. I remember that. It was dumb. A guy's hand gets possessed and... Yeah. Uh, the Mummy. Funny, but... Oh, The 13th Warrior. My grandma fucking loved that movie. Right, with Antonio, uh, Antonio Banderas. Banderas. Yeah, yeah. When he, he like that... goes up to the north with like Vikings. That's why your grandma loved that movie, was because oh. it had Antonio Banderas in it. Yes, what other movies she liked? She also liked... <laughs> the Mask um, of Zorro. The Mask of Zorro. <laughs> Got two sexy beasts in that one. Uh, she also liked um, Desperado. <laughs> the Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue. Okay. The South Park movie. That's right. Damn, man. 1999. Well, this has been our uh, We Talk About What Films Came Out oh. in 1999 podcast. Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Yeah. Um, Run, Lola, Run. I don't remember that. Oh, Run, Lola, Run is fucking great. Oh, no, no, no. I know what, I know what movie that is. That German film with uh, yeah. uh, Franca Potenta. I fucking who, know what movie that is. Yeah, yeah. She's... Uh, trying to save her boyfriend Manny and the plot plays out in three different ways. The South Park movie, uh, bigger, longer and uncut, uh, American pie, the Blair witch project, Blair witch project. Yeah. Muppets American pie was 99 eyes wide shut Lake Placid. Lake Placid uh, was like the spooky alligator, like jaws, but a crocodile in the lake. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, the Iron Giant, Mystery Men, The Sixth Sense, The Thomas Crown Aff uh, Affair, Bowfinger. There should be a Mystery Man. Uh <laughs> Bowfinger, really funny movie. Holy shit, yeah, I remember that. Uh, Detroit Rock City, Mickey Blue Eyes, and 
yeah, the Thirteenth Warrior, as you mentioned, Dudley Do Right. <laughs> was that the one with um, Brandon Fraser? Yeah, that movie was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I know I watched it, but I can't tell you anything about it. I was like like thirteen at the time. I don't fucking <laughs> remember forgettable movies. Double Jeopardy, part of the wave of uh, movies that featured covers of Ashley Judd looking at things. <laughs> I mean, fuck. That was a thing, yeah. American Beauty, uh, Mystery Alaska, Three Kings. The Haunting. Fight Club, Boys Don't Cry, Bringing Out the Dead, which is a very underrated uh, Martin Scorsese film. Apparently there's a movie called The Trench, a World War One movie. Being John Malkovich. House, had, on Haunted, um, House on Haunted Hill. Who Sorry, is the on. old, yeah, who is the old um, Bond? Or not the old Bond, but uh, Daniel Craig. There's a 1999 movie with Daniel Craig called The Trench. Hmm. Indeed. Oh, uh, uh, Kevin Smith's Dogma came out in November 99. Sleepy Hollow. Is- one of the best Tim Burton films. Fight a lot me. of people kind of don't. I, I'm, I'm surprised <laughs> you really like that. No, uh, Sleepy Hollow is great. It's yeah, I, I think I like it's it. one of Tim Burton's best films. And fucking um, Christopher Walken's the headless horseman, but you don't know that till like the last fifteen minutes of the movie because he doesn't have a dude, head. Dude, spoilers for oh, a twenty-four-year-old film. Shit. <laughs> Well, it's the actor. It's not spoilers, right? Uh, Toy Story 2. What was End of Days? That sounds familiar. But... Schwarzenegger film where he fights the devil. It's not a good movie, but I remember... There were so like... many movies about people fighting the devil or being the devil that I get them all confused. The Cider House Rules, which won a bunch of awards. Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. A oh movie my God. that time has fortunately mostly forgotten <laughs> mercifully um magnolia and, well, i don't remember what that girl interrupted girl any interrupted. given sunday man on the moon man on the moon yeah galaxy quest we the talented mr ripley the talented mr ripley 99 as well yeah so ni- 1999 folks yeah really dick really fucking good year in cinema and that was actually around the time where i was really like actually like starting to seriously like get into movies too yeah great great year yeah and everything went downhill from there yeah speaking of going downhill this is uh episode 130 of uh too much energon and this week we are talking about beast wars second episode two uh White, White Lion. Lion. Run! Run! Exclamation mark. It originally aired in Japan on April 8th of 1998. And, um, well, what happens in this episode, Cal? Um, so we got the Maximals. They're hanging out in their shuttle, and Lion walks on. And they're like, hey, Lion, you can't come here. This is VIP only. And then the Lion's like, shut up, Beavis. And they're like, that voice, I recognize him. And it transforms into, they really milked this out, huh? It transforms into a convoy. Now Lyo convoy. Takes until the battle for him to actually transform. And this is one of the things that was actually frustrating about me. Or, blah. This is one of the things that I was frustrated about was while watching this is like several minutes go by and they're like, Hey, there's that white lion that saved us. We should follow him. Yeah. And the white lion is just like lioning around, like doing stuff, being a fucking lion (laughs) when it's like at literally like he could have just like spoke and been like, Hey, it's me convoy. Oh, the last episode when he was being dramatic. No, and it happens in this episode, too, for the first, like, several minutes. Like, he's, like, he's just... Oh, and they're chasing him. Yeah. He he takes way too long to actually just reveal himself to be Convoy. It's 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 not until they're in the base. And it's like, why? (sighs) Dramatic effect or something like that. 
There, there's some jokes after he transforms. Right? They're, uh, like, Apache starts crying. And he's like, oh, Commander, I'm so glad you're back. I couldn't take the pressure. And yeah, then but- the first thing comes... You, you really don't like that the first, like, three minutes of the... <laughs> episode where them just chasing this fucking white lion around huh yeah no i'm like for fuck's sake like we all know it's lyo convoy like just not even transform just be like hey guys it's me convoy follow me. as we as we've seen they can they can talk they can talk <laughs> in their beast modes so the 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 fact that he was just like being a dramatic yeah. For for so long, like I I found really frustrating. He's 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 dramatic, you know. Right. He's being he's being dramatic, being a dramatic lion. Uh, we get some more dramatic lion shit later. Uh, but yeah, um, what happens again? Oh, um, fucking. Uh, they all say you had us worried. They all have a good laugh because they thought he was dead. And then Lyle Convoy's like, "All right, as my first order, computer." Make me a fancy steak. And all the other, and the computer's like, I, as an advanced computer that can do many things, will make you a steak. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> thanks, computer. Uh, Navi. And they're all like, Navi, tea, Earl Grey, hot. Hot. Making lukewarm tea. <laughs> Orange Pico. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he goes to beast mode specifically just to like swat the tea mug out of the way <laughs> smacks it off the com- off the replicator <laughs> um, so after he gets his stake he's revealed he's not throwing a Lyle Convoy reveals he's not throwing a party uh, for the Maximals uh, that special stake is what I think they call it special stake uh is for uh the lion that saved him and we get a flashback of how he was saved when he crash landed and i shit you not i shit you not the lion finds him he's like uh the atmosphere of this planet it's weakening me at this rate oh and a lion finds him and perplexingly the lion picks him up and puts convoy, a, an eight-ton transformer, on its back. As a lion would do. As, <laughs> as a lion would do. We've, we've seen this in the wild. Um, male lions picking up jeeps on their back and just running across the, the Sahara. Right. <laughs> so it goes across country, uh, full sprint, mind you. As if, like, you know, he doesn't have a 10 ton <laughs> fucking robot on his back and brings him that, to that, that added weight isn't slowing him down, what it's like at all. Oh, no, no, this is a special white and gold lion, apparently, which they don't address. That's what um, those lions looked like five million years ago. And right. uh, he runs into a canyon that's all sparkly and gold. So this is actually uh, one thing that I know about uh, Beast Wars Second is uh, Gaia is Earth, but this is apparently <gasps> like thousands of years in the future. So like okay. man, mankind is gone and dead. Well, that makes sense as we see, as we see what happens later when they find right. the supercomputer. Right. But, so uh, yeah, the glittering canyon. He's thinking to himself in the flashback, like, "Is this lion trying to save me?" And I'm like, "But why?" Yeah, but and why, how? Though? And but why? <laughs> and how would it know? So it brings him to a cave, and it's unclear why it's all sparkly. But this cave re-energizes and saves convoy. I right for a reason that it it literally just turns back after the flashback is done, and it's like, and because of that lion, I was saved. And again, it's fun. It's fun, right? But there's so much anime puts bullshit fi- in this puts where they just go, his, and that's why this happened. Put, puts his fist to his hips and, and is like, and everything turned out okay. 
I mean, that's literally how this episode with ends. a big smile on his face and like a twinkle in his eye and the camera like freeze frames as he like thumbs up. Okay. <laughs> and they all go, oh, that explains everything. I, I guess I still have I mean, questions I, and we, we, we won't get answers. Um, None a lot of, of these questions. questions and more will be answered on this episode of Too Much Energon. Uh, so we cut to the D- Destrons, um, and what they did is they found uh, an ancient underground city where they want to make their fortress, uh, and it has a huge like uh, computer and technological like reserve building. A whole and a whole lot of angle slam. All the angle slam you could chug. And, and so, like, um, Galvatron and uh, G2 Megatron decide to land the, uh, the the Galvaberg 2 electric boogaloo on top of this. And uh, Galvatron is like, oh, well, those Maximals have a beast mode, so I need a beast mode too. I'm going to scan the most powerful creatures. And it scans, like... A tank and a dragon. And as we know, being humans that have uncovered our own history and the history of fossils and animals before us, the most perfect form is a dragon or a tank. The 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 most uh, powerful beast forms uh, in all of Gaia's history are a tank and a dragon. Yeah. Those two. So why not both? Why not both? But the who's whole thing, to say who would win if they but fought? The, but the whole thing uh, ends up putting uh, Galvatron into this like uh, stasis like, lock or stasis um, lock, yeah. Like shut down. Some, he's, sl- some he's kind asleep. of coma. He's asleep, and uh, he his brother uh, and G two Megatron goes he's call him G two Megatron. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, hey, wake up! And he pokes him with a stick, and he's like, ha Oni Chan is out cold. Looks like Big Brother. It's my time to shine. And then Instead he pulls of destroying out a pair him, of shades and puts them on, and he's like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." And uh, he takes over. And I guess all he has to do for that is say that he's in command, and nobody questions it. And he decides to use the computer to basically create his own seekers. Am I misremembering this? So, the so he makes uh, his own seekers. He makes his own seekers out of the. I I, I feel like he created them in some way. I don't know, folks. I I watched this. He, a few he does. Hours there's ago. like putties. Okay, there's like putties, and on this computer, um, G two, like enters in like a dump truck, uh, like a, an APC. And right. he's like, auto rollers, begin scanning these vehicles. And the auto rollers are the ones that are like on the ground. The ones in the air, uh, he calls, bear with me. Well, and like the the seekers that he uh, creates are actually like G1 seekers, like Starscream and Dirge oh, yeah. and Thrust. And, Anyways, uh, they, ha- they have different names. The auto rollers are the ones on the ground, and then the other ones that I can't remember are like Thrust, Dirge, um, Starscream, Starscream. Yeah, and uh, they're all like different jets. One's like yeah. a stealth bomber. Yeah. Um, <sighs> we skipped over this last time. We get a shot of a robot girl who is a robot rabbit with a pet robot rabbit inside the moon. We didn't talk about this anime bullshit last on the we last didn't, episode because we were just. <laughs> but she makes a very hey, brief appearance. So thank you for bringing this up. This is some anime bullshit right here. She's only in it like fifteen seconds. She's going to be important later, maybe. But it's anime bullshit, and I knew yeah. you were going. I knew I was like, so how about that anime bullshit with like the girl and the rabbit? <laughs> My backpack is the. Uh, moon princess robot holding a hammer and smacking her pet rabbit. Because violence is funny in anime. Only when cute girls do it. Yeah. If robots uh, do it, it's it's bad. Folks, uh, if you're uh, just joining us or if you've only 
started listening to us recently. Uh, I quite famously am not a fan of anime. So there you are... loved this part of this high-pitched girl screaming at the camera. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, I, I, I live for this kind of shit. And the little rabbit being like, oh, I'm so tired, Moon Moon. Oh, I can't consume any more food, Moon Moon. It... Make no mistake, this, this, is, uh, this is an anime. <laughs> Now, I, I, I will add to that that there are animes that I do like. I like certain, I especially like certain anime films. I'm not a big, a, I'm not a big fan of anime series, and I especially don't like, like, shonen bullshit. Like, ugh. Um, Which is funny because you had a partner that was really, that did like shonen. <laughs> uh... Y- 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 yeah, yeah. Um, we're gonna ta- table that for off. We'll we'll table that. <laughs> uh, but um. But anyway, no. I like I I, I like uh, a lot of like really like classic and like revered like anime films like um, Ninja Scroll, like Ghost in the Shell, Perfect Blue. Like that's the kind of thing I I, I like really adult anime. Fighting foodons. Well, yes. <laughs> But the there, reverse of that, food yeah. wars. It is. It's it's opposite. Yeah. Oh, food wars, <laughs> where it acts serious, but like the. But it's just so <laughs> goddamn absurd. It's so over the top and absurd. Yeah. <laughs> One day I'm gonna make a, like a rice bowl that's like so godly. And I'm just gonna like blow everybody's like clothes off that. <laughs> and you're just gonna yell out. People are like, oh, what is this dish called? And you're just going to be like, fried rice Fried rice <laughs> <laughs> Along with a side of shrimp daddy. <laughs> you still remember that. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'll, I'll uh, we, never we reveal, forget that. We've had a few, uh, a couple of anime months on our other podcast, the Laser Comb Podcast. And some of the random anime that we've ended up watching was shockingly good the um some of it's uh, shockingly bad but fighting voodons was a patreon pick on that podcast that's that and knows what it is that (laughs) i think are the two like greatest things that our patrons have pitched to us that manimal uh yeah yeah those were up there uh I mean, three, two, one penguins has a special place in our heart, though, for different reasons. For di- different, I, you know me. I like Christian CGI programming as much as the next <laughs> Joe Schmo. But uh, when it came to three, two, one penguins, uh, well, uh, God forgot about that show <laughs> long ago. You know, uh, over here, uh, over at, um, you know, uh, uh, Vinny's uh, Pizzeria, like we're, you know, we're, we're, we're okay with the, the Christian programming. Like we, we are God fearing folk over here. But um, when it comes to three, two, peng- three, two, one penguins, it's more like three, two, one, get the fuck out of here. If you know what I'm saying. Three, two, one, you know, we're going to take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't never whack a penguin before, but boy, howdy, did I want to. (laughs) Uh, You know, do people eat penguins? I don't think so. Can you eat penguins? Or do it? No, although penguin meat's not toxic, penguins are not eaten in any cuisine. The main reason for this is it's illegal to hunt penguins in places where they're abundant and generally perceived as immoral due to the endangered status yeah but what do they taste like can you eat penguin and how does it taste here we go tastes like chicken does it taste like fish bird who would ask that it's not a fish yeah uh they soon ran low on food in the expedition they began to eat the meat of penguins and seals the penguin meat was so bad that many refused to eat it Even starving, starving, starving explorers were just like, no, I'm good. (laughs) Holy shit. Well, uh, uh, 
What about Gordon? What about Gordon over there? He's dead. We'll just eat, like cut meat off of his ass, and we'll there eat. There you have instead. it, folks. Penguin are so fucking bad. People will eat people before they eat penguin. <laughs> the crew members began to die. They began to eat the meat of pe- penguins and seals. The record indicates indicates that the penguin meat was so bad that many refused to eat it, and. Some of those died. Turned to cannibalism instead. One explorer described it described it as tasting like beef, codfish, and duck roasted in a pot with blood and cod liver oil used for the sauce. Jesus Christ. That sounds horrendous. Yes, they're suitable for human eating, and throughout history, explorers have eaten them, but nobody would equate them to typical chicken or eggs or anything and people have only eaten them when they are starving well there you go huh well you, there you have I it folks. I, it just popped up in my head i'm like I, it seems like they'd be good eaten right like they got the fat layer on the outside the swimming all day but i oh i guess they're they fucking taste like shit apparently the eggs are not great either really even the eggs well, there you go. That's how that's a part of evolution. Um, tastes like shit and you don't get eaten. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I, I feel like if they tasted good, like we would be eating them like they'd be extinct 100 years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'd be eating them like constantly. they'd be gone with the dodo, right? Like they'd like apparently the dodo was like fucking greasy and delicious, like way better than turkey or chicken, like the, the best bird and anyone had ever tasted. And here's the thing. Let's say I'm around in 1785 and I'm sailing the seven seas. You know, I land on Dodo Island. I'm not going to be the dude to not try Dodo. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just you try saying. that once and you're like, God Holy damn it. Shit. I need some more. You hand me my rifle. Hand me my club. <laughs> where, where are those Dodos? Hand me my musket. Yeah, apparently. Um, I need more. Dodos, because they didn't have any predators on the islands they were on, um, they would just approach explorers. Just like walk up to them because they're like slightly territorial of their nests. And they just club them over the head. That's unfortunate. They had no prey uh, instincts. Yeah. So they were super easy to catch and super delicious. It's unfortunate because if they had kept some alive, I'm just saying, we know what Dodo tastes like. Well, we, in our lifetime, we may, because I remember reading a while back that they're actually, like, trying to clone the Dodo. So we could be eating clone Dodo. I can't wait for Clodo. (laughs) In our lifetime. Apparently they're doing that with, um, uh, they're going to in vitro a woolly mammoth into like an African elephant. Right. Uh, Bingo. Dino DNA. (laughs) What could go wrong? (laughs) Mastodon. Pterodactyl. Triceratops. (laughs) Sabertooth tiger. Tyrannosaurus. I can't wait. I mean, those things were separated by hundreds of millions of years, but sure, they're all dinosaurs, right? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, I, 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 I I mean, all I'm saying is eventually, like, Rita is going, like, a couple of astronauts are going to open up a, like, giant, like, uh... Manhole cover. Manhole cover on the moon, and all of a sudden Rita is just going to pop out and be like, After 10,000 years, I'm free! It's time to conquer Earth! And we'll need something to defend us, goddammit. Absolutely. And it will... It's, it's not going to be the Space Force. No, it's not going to be the Space Force. It's going to be cloned dodos and cloned woolly mammoths. Mark my words. <laughs> Hopefully, by that era, also cloned pterodactyls and other dinosaurs. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Or some monstrosity abomination of them. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... So anime girl on the moon, she doesn't fucking do anything. It just It's reminding us she's there. Right. Anything to add to that other than your hatred for it? Uh, other than my hatred for, like, random anime bullshit? No. No. Nothing. Yeah. 
so what the fuck happens here? They all transform. Um, Reminding us that she's there, as I hope to forget it. Well, good job, lady. It worked. So, um, Megastorm, a.k.a. G2 uh, Megatron. G2 Megatron. Um, he tells all the, the Seekers to go out. He tells the Auto Rollers to burn the fucking jungle down. But, because whatever. And this is where the, there's okay moments in, in this episode. Because there's some conversation between... Um, Starscream and uh, who's the big guy? Oh, uh, BB. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, BB, the the stealth bomber guy. Um, And they're like, hey, Dirge and Thrust are idiots. Comedy duo. He keeps calling them. We need to catch that lion because all of the Seekers have been given the orders um, to catch the white lion. For reasons, even Starscream is like, "Why don't we just kill him?" And he's like, "No, I, we, I've got a feeling." He he made a fool of us. Therefore, we need to catch him to 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 make an example of him. And I'm like, it's a lion, dude, it's a lion. And who like the other lions? <laughs> <laughs> The lion even, community on planet Gaia needs to know not to fuck with not the Decepticons. To fuck with... <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. You know, uh, you know, we need to kill him real slow, like torture him and let him back. So uh, we send a message to the lion community. And see, we're gonna we're gonna take. We're not one even of his, exaggerating. That's we, kind of what they're talking about. We, we're gonna take one of his paws, and um, we're gonna take a meat cleaver back. Um, you know that we have out out back at uh, you know Vinny's Pizzeria, and uh, we're gonna cleave off one of his claws. Yeah, and we're gonna send that to the other lions as a message. You don't fuck with the Decepticon family, okay? Bada bing, bada boom, you know, lion head in your bed when you wake up. <laughs> and uh, so Starscream and BB are like, okay, what we do is Weez needs to catch this here, it's lions. And then we'll be in Megastorm's good graces. I mean, G2 Megatron's yeah. good graces. So, uh, folks, the... Just to explain, the reason why I'm calling Megastorm G2 Megatron is because, like, his form is quite literally the toy of G2 Megatron. <laughs> Transformers oh, Generation right. 2 Megatron. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Who was a, uh, a a green tank. That's right. Oh, yeah, so it is, like, G2 Megatron. It, it's quite literally G2 Megatron. Yeah. Um, there's some antics, and they find uh, Mr. White Lion. The white lion roars at them because, you know, he's king of the jungle. Again, they say king of the jungle, but lions are in the, like... In the desert. In the desert. In, like, the plains. Yeah. Like, tigers and leopards are jungle cats. They're not jungle creatures. How did they... Yeah. What the fuck? No, it's like panthers and jaguars and all the other big cats... You could say, except cheetahs, um, you could say are like king of the jungle. But no, they went with the one that isn't in the jungle. Right. <laughs> and uh, king of the jungle roars and they shoot at him and he runs away. Uh, meanwhile, the Maximals are in their uh, animal forms, their alt modes. I'm using air quotes here, folks. One of their many alt modes. Which one? Who knows? They're all called alt mode, apparently. <laughs> And uh, they're like, okay, Bighorn, Diver, Tasmanian Kid, you go put out these forest fires. And I'm like, fucking how? Like, and uh, as we'll see, they don't really fucking do much until I've got some. <laughs> um, and then it's like, uh, Apache, um, you come with me. We need to look for that lion. And so Bighorn is charging at fallen trees knocking them over kind of like um 
knocking over trees on fire and digging up the ground, trying to like halt the fire's progress. He's actually doing some stuff. It's cool. And then it turns to Tasmanian kid and he's peeing on some fire doing barely anything. And diver, the frog is like, I'm too nervous to pee. They're just watching. So Bighorn is like literally like fighting forest fires. And the other two are like, fuck, well, keep it up. Good job, bro. Keep, keep it up. I'll, I'll just be over here drinking water as fast as I can. I can't pee if you're looking at my dick, okay? Because that's gay. Well, well, I can't pee unless you're looking at my dick. <laughs> because that's also gay. Because that's also gay. We didn't make the rules. Uh, we went to school in the 90s and early 2000s. And, uh, everything was equally as gay back then. We were told so on many occasions. Yep. Everything was gay in the late 90s to early 2000s. Yeah. Everything bad. You, and, you now just just, gay. and now just everything is gay unironically. Unironically, yeah. <laughs> Come full circle. Yeah. Um, so Lion uh, Dad meets Robot Lion Son, but Robot Dad's paw is injured. And he right. says in English... Um, oh, don't worry, it's me. And then the the real lion... Um, Wait, he says seems, that in English? Or, well, so, sorry, uh, force of... The uh, force of the tongue. Uh, he, he speaks in Japanese. What I mean okay. is he speaks human language, which I guess the lion understands and calms down and stops roaring at him, but then passes out from the pain or the exhaustion or the smoke. Right. Apache, first aid. And he's like, on it, boss. Where are you going? I'm going. They they want the white lion. I'm gonna give them the white lion. That was pretty hype. I, I like that that part. And he goes off to like go purposefully get caught. Yep. But in my mind, I'm like, how does he know they want to catch him? What if they just shot a missile at him? Yeah, I, right. Like, how does he know that this lion is what the uh, Decepticons have been pursuing? So no, he there's doesn't. a lot of leaps in logic in this particular. And again, nothing new to Beast Wars. We've been doing this for like three fucking years. There's lots of leaps of logic and things kind of left out. Y- you piece it together. But how on earth could he ever guess that the reason they're burning down the jungle is so that they could flush out and find this particular lion. Well, right. that uh, uh, that hunch paid off because um, Starscream and uh, BB net him. They shoot a missile that turns into a net and catch him. And he lets himself be caught. Uh, he lets himself be caught. And uh, they, they, they take him back to the Galvaberg 2 electric boogaloo. <laughs> And uh, G2 Megatron is all like, ha ha, I have you now, White Lion. It's and fine, White- I can finally f- have my way with you. And, wh- and White, and where is he? <laughs> White Lion is all like, ha ha, joke's on you. And they're like, did that, did that lion just talk? Wait, that voice, it sounds like, and I love how cheesy this is, he jumps up roaring and like goes to the top of this big alien structure right this like human supercomputer and walks out and he's like lyo convoy metamorph and like dramatically like changes and this is this is why i laugh in analysis this shows even more ridiculous than if you have it on in the background he then jumps in his robot form back down to where when he was a lion, he jumped up. So he jumped on cliffs and the building to dramatically hide, come out, transform, and then jump back down. <laughs> That's how you know he's a fucking boss. I yeah. And then like That's a, a boss. Power, and That's a power move right there. It it is. And <laughs> he's like, So you're destroying all these animals and their homes, and you're trying to kill this lion? Not on my watch. I don't have to show you any mercy now. And I'm like, fuck yes. 
and he like pulls out his lion head shield that also has a bunch of missiles and lasers and shit on it and just like lets him have it and they all run away like bitches starscream bb and megatron too <laughs> uh yeah they run away and, and that's uh, it oh yeah, and that's... the way they stop the forest fires this is this is the single most thing that pops up in my head geysers start sprouting from the ground huge huge geysers and they're like what what's happening what is this it's like the earth rumbles and squid man scuba scuba um he's riding these geysers and spinning around making it rain and they're like whoa like how were you able to like do this yeah he's making it rain everywhere with these giant geysers and um eight eighteen thirteen there we go they're like so you came from an underground river then that's squintastic scuba we hear that pun again yeah and uh he says yes that is squidtastic. After all, I am a squid. <laughs> As he puts his hand on his hip and like winks at the camera and it freeze frames with like and a twinkle in his eye. And it and then the credits roll and like And yeah, he says, Yes, I am a squid after all. <laughs> and he starts spinning and making a sprinkler effect and puts out these forest fires. And I'm like, is that something squids are known to do? I, how did, I'm up to how the did he do this in a geyser? A, uh, like atop of a geyser putting out forest fires. Putting out, That's... Uh, he is a squid after all. <laughs> that, that is what the squids are known for for uh that is uh typical uh squid behavior well uh, well uh tasmanian kid you know what they say uh you can uh you can lead a squid to an underground river but you can't make him squirt yeehaw <laughs> big horn is the new uh rhinox yeah totally <laughs> oh fuck uh so that's how they <laughs> And and then, after all this, it shows um, like them running, sorry, them running away. And after the he chases away, so Siege wasn't even lying. After Lyo Convoy chases away the Destrons, the whatever the Decepticons, um, they they fly away and be like, "We'll get you, Maximals." And then it shows next Lyle time, Convoy. Gadget. Next time. It shows Lyo Convoy on a cliff, and the other Maximals are just behind him now. They're they're just fucking there. Yeah. And he goes, Don't thank me, thank you, Lion. And he gives a thumbs up, and in the <laughs> distance, the white lion with a bandage on his paw is on like a cliff. And he roars. And he does the 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 old um, uh, the 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 gif of Robert Redford just being like looking sideways at the camera and just smiling and like slowly nodding a couple of times, <laughs> like. <laughs> and I'm like, "What do you mean, thank you, Lion? I still don't even know what he did. <laughs> and did he get a steak? I." I like I mean, that they respect I, I, life. I like that they respect life. I mean, he saved Lyle Convoy for some reason. Like he, I don't he, understand how he got the lion form and what the magic cave of glitter did. <laughs> I, I'm waiting. What, that did is, that give him his alt form? That is a TME quote for the ages right there. I don't understand how he got his lion form or the the uh the the magic of the cave of glitter. I don't there we go. That's that could be the fucking cold open. I I don't because all the others they had to scan something. Right. And it's presumed that he scanned like the lion or whatever, but like, what was the, the cave of glitter? Who mysteriously like 
decided to save his life for some reason and carry this like fucking eight ton robot on his back. These future lions must have like this lion must be like the size of a fucking like truck or yeah. the size of a U-Haul. There we go. Like the, the, these must be genetic experiments or something. Remember the Tasmanian devil? You just, just like fucking around with Tasmanian kid. <laughs> You just like look at like this uh, white lion's like legs, and they're all like fucking like jacked and like ripped with like veins like popping out. <laughs> Climb on my back, I am Lion Chan. Hear me <laughs> roar. Anyways, the end shot is the lion roaring on a cliff with the jungle all you know like not on fire anymore, and then in the background, in fade the Maximals. I should have used that as my background. That that's a fucking shot, and they're all smiling, looking at the lion. And yeah, earlier on when you were like, and then they look at the camera, and I, I think he literally gives a fucking thumbs up to the yeah, camera yeah, before you were he. Mentioning. Yeah, he does. Yep. Yeah. So you weren't kidding. Like no. that, that's literally how <laughs> the episode ends. We just had a faux ending like five times. Five times. Uh, is that it? There's always like credit sequence right and this yeah, one's lyo they, convoy explaining the names of the decepticons yeah and there's like a and next week on beast wars second blah blah happens blah blah yeah uh, but yeah uh, that's the episode so here on uh, too much energon we have a little something called the tme rating uh, it's a three-tier rating system it goes from not enough energon to a sufficient amount of energon, to too much energon. It's basically bad, okay, good. Siege, you just caught uh, episode two of Beast Wars Second. White Lion, run. Uh, what's your what's your rating? Not enough energon. <laughs> How dare I, you? <laughs> I I I enjoyed the first episode of this show for how silly it was, but um that i don't know maybe i wasn't in the right mood for it but like this episode was just to me was just fucking stupid it's it does it does a lot like the first third of the episode is like them chasing a lion i know and it like it drags its feet like way too long uh to like uh get to the reveal that this lion that the maximals are following for some mysterious reason uh, is Lyo Convoy, and it's like we fucking know it's Lyo Convoy. He's like, in the he's in the opening, like we know. <laughs> yeah, like, and why wouldn't Lyo Convoy, as an individual, just like speak up, be like, "Hey, pals, it's me." Hey, hey, don't worry about it, because later we see pal. that he can talk. It's your old pal and commander, uh, Convoy. And later in the episode, when he shit talks, shit talks the uh, Decepticons, uh, he's in his, he's as a lion, so he can talk like that. Dramatic effect, Christopher. Dramatic effect. Uh, Dramatic effect in this case uh, can, um, can, 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 uh, can, can, Sigma balls. Can Sigma balls, Gary? Can uh, Lyo my convoy uh, out of here? here. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, as yeah. for my rating, it gets uh, it, it's. I think it's funny that a lion just picked up convoy and brought him to a glitter cave. I'd like to know why and what the cave is. Like, I is it too we'll much to it. ask? Maybe or we'll never see the glitter cave ever again. Maybe it's angle slam. Well, the Decepticons are here because of all the angle slam. So, so I, could I, be. It, there, there we go. So it was a magic cave. And the lion knew to bring him there. Right. Because this is a future lion that are incredibly buff and incredibly smart. So really, it's a good thing humans died out to make way for lion and jungle friends. I mean, humans dying out will probably be a very good thing for the planet uh, in general when that eventually happens. 
Yeah, I'm giving I'm giving it a low end of a sufficient amount of energon. It was entertaining, and I could like make fun of different scenes, but like, blah 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 blah. blah. Um, but to to right. to on what to touch on what you just said, um, I feel like in the grand scheme of things, humans aren't like we're not important because we invented cars. No, not, like, not at all. We're not like that important. And if we're harming the planet just from our existence, we're kind of the worst species that's ever evolved on the planet. If you think about it, we are quite literally destroying this world. So numerous ways. If an extinction event happens and we go away and, you know, like a mold or like white lions, are the, like the most dominant species or whatever, but those aren't ruining the planet. Maybe that's the superior species in, in the billions of years that the planet's like been around and the right. what, 14 billion years, like the universe is being around. I, who cares? <laughs> like, it's cool that we get to like exist and experience things and have technology, but like, I don't know, do like dinosaurs were around like, hundreds of millions of years. Yeah. And they, they were fine just stomping around and like eating shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Even around like, like what? 50,000 ish years, uh, 5 million. If you include other hominids or, or whatever. Um, so I, I'm saying that we haven't gone that much farther from like putting like dyes in our mouth and like spitting on like cave, walls to like put our handprints think about all the horrendous shit that we have done as a species like to to each other or to animals both Both. yeah (laughs) yeah human beings are horrendous like we're not a species that deserves to live yeah so when the scientists are like well where are all the other like advanced life or whatever maybe they took a peek and they were like Fuck those guys. <laughs> Fuck Holy those shit. guys. Ugh. We're we're just gonna wait until like the next extinction level event happens and then maybe we'll go back and like start colonizing. Yeah, or like if there's like a galactic like you know federation or whatever, it's like why would you invite humans? We haven't even gone to peace with ourselves. Why right. the fuck would we be invited to like a citadel or <laughs> like to have a seat at the galactic like table like no Maybe that was actually even, like... one of the things in star trek uh why uh vulcans left us alone for so long because we didn't figure our shit out we didn't figure our shit out and then after like world war three and like the world was in shambles like zephram cochran uh invented warp drive or like he discovered not invented but like he discovered uh the concept of like warp drive and the Vulcans took notice of that and were like, oh, okay, well maybe they've advanced far enough that we can actually like go and make first contact. And then that, that actually is in Star Trek canon is what uh, united humanity together and made us like finally be like, you know what, like all this like petty, like bullshit that we like, fight each other over doesn't really matter because there's a whole like galaxy out there so what we're saying is for the sake and i of wish mankind, i wish aliens, i lived in that world <laughs> aliens please please come and unite earth yeah <laughs> the love of god i know the u.s government just announced like all that like alien like bullshit and that's like okay that's nice and all but where are they where are they now now Come here, hold a giant nuke over the earth and be like, hey, fucking play nice or we take it. Aliens do a drive by and they're just like, lol, nope. (laughs) Speed away. Lol, nope. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, that was episode uh, 130 of Too Much Energon. Uh, Best way to support the show is to go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B, where at the single $5 Gary tier, you get uh, a bonus uh, podcast called the Super Lasercomb Patreon Super Show, where we talk about random bullshit, 
things going on in the world, yada, yada, yada. You also get a um, uh, exclusive, or you also get like a exclusive uh, bonus archival content, like uh, commentary tracks, uh, old like preamble audio. And you also get the ability to uh, pitch a, sh pitch a show for me and Cal to review on our other podcast, the uh, Lasercomb podcast. So if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash Lasercomb. Uh, You've got a hidden gem like Manimal. Yes. That's how you get us to watch it. Manimal or Fighting Foodons. That's the way. $5 a month, people. Uh, follow me on social media. You can find me at uh, Instagram at uh, Christopher Siege or on Threads, an Instagram app at the uh, the same address. Cal, where can people find you? And me, I'm on the Threads and the uh, the Instagram at Cal Halla K A L H A. Got it. H K A L H A L L A. A mosquito had to get it. I was going to say, um, was it a skeeter or a, uh, a fruit fly? Oh, you know what? I actually can't tell based on its remains, but something in front of me, and I just had that reaction. Because it's only one of those. You can tell we live in the same area because it's like, it's only going to be one of those two things. Right. Um, oh, fucking where? Uh, TikTok. Oh, yeah, we've got a, a TikTok. You can. Uh, got a TikTok here and there at NeoCal. Uh, there's also a Lasercomb TikTok, which is quite literally just me. But I and it's sometimes there's clips and once in a while, but clips, yeah. but it's usually just like me, like uploading clips from the podcast that we do. Things that I find especially funny. The Cheetor, <laughs> the Cheetor uh, Memorial, <laughs> <laughs> right? The Cheetor Shrine, Sh Shrine, Shrine. Sh shrine. Jesus. Mm, shrine. Uh, uh, we'll be back next time with episode 131 of Too Much Energon, where we will be talking about episode 3 of Beast Wars 2nd. Big uh, Horn's Rage. Yeehaw. Oh boy. He's got <laughs> some rage. Uh, and, um,. Yeah, with that in mind, I've been uh, The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm NeoCal, your other host. And until next time, we will angle slam you next week. Angle slam you next week! Oh, this shows up really well on the camera. Yeah, surprisingly. Wow, green screen can do anything! Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! Bye bye. <laughs>